0: Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Really excited to kick off the show with author Maya Toll. We're going to talk about her new book, Letting Magic In, a memoir of becoming. And she's also author of The Night School. Toll is going to share the story of her journey and becoming what Forbes called a real-life Professor Sprout from Harry Potter. From her early years as a seeker yearning for a life filled with magic to her apprenticeship in Ireland with an acclaimed herbalist and healer. She's joining us now. Good morning, Maya. Good morning. Congratulations on your book. Thank you so much. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) Did you write this in the pandemic? I wrote
1: this one after the pandemic, the one before, which is called The Night School, is Mm -hmm. the one I was working on during the pandemic. Um, this one, <laughs> this one, we were pulling out, and um, well, I should say I wrote most of it after the pandemic. Okay, but I had been working on it really since 2016. Um, so I wrote a lot of other books as this was quietly brewing in the background. Um, a memoir takes a while to get
0: right. Oh yes, definitely. And you have so yeah. much self doubt, or maybe you did, and maybe you didn't, but. I <laughs> You know, I think that during
1: the during the six, seven years that I was actively thinking about it and working on it, mm-hmm. I was working through the doubts about does anyone want to hear this and things like that because I was getting feedback from readers of my other books that they wanted to know more of how I how I got to these ideas, how I got to this place. Um but what what really took time was understanding story structure and, okay. you know, really knowing which parts of the story to, to pull up and highlight and what to let fade back because the book covers a three-year span. It starts when I'm in Brooklyn and kind of just realizing that, like, mm, I'm happy, but something's not quite right. And, you know, diving into that, like, why am I not fully able to be myself, express myself, um, understand who I am in the world. Sure, like, you know that that discomfort was with me for a number of years, and so there are so many stories. And so, how do you create um, a continuous arc, a thread that a reader can follow along and really um, enjoy and get something out of? Yes, that's what took time.
0: You know what's interesting, Maya, too, I. it made me think of a time when I was sitting in a cubicle, staring out the window, thinking, is this it? And I felt like I was yearning for something else. And I feel like you paint the picture of what led you to go to Ireland, you know, this yearning of not knowing really what it is, but there's something else.
1: That's exactly it. And I think so many of us have that feeling when we're not quite living in alignment with you know, I don't even know what you want to call it, your soul's calling, your intuition, you know, your inner voice. We all have different words that mean the same thing. But when we're not quite lined up, when we're not 100% being true to ourselves, then we have this internal yearning. You know, mm-hmm. I remember, I actually remember, you know, um, eating a strawberry one day. It's such a mm-hmm. such a funny little thing, but I I was sitting eating a strawberry and, like, Feeling it burst in my mouth, and I was just like, "Okay, well, my parents just want me to go be a secretary at a pharmaceutical company, and Mm -hmm. like maybe life is that miserable, but there's always strawberries." And (laughs) and, and I think we all have a moment like that where you know we're um, we're noticing that the larger chunk of our life isn't right. We're living for vacation. We're living for the weekend. And so, how do we how do we get a larger percentage of our time to line up with, yes, you know, how we want to be in the world.
0: Yes. Maybe you were having this moment of being more mindful, and that strawberry represented, like, wow, I, I need to slow down and, like, savor these little things, and there's got to be more life for me. Yeah, you know,
1: it's, it's definitely something I've circled back to, that kind of, um, how do I say this, exploding the small moment. Mm-hmm. Right, Like really being in the moment and eating the strawberry and just realizing how wonderful that is. And I think that when you stack enough of those small moments, you end up with a life that you feel is really um, worth living, worth, sure. worth being in. So the question yeah. is, how do, you, how do you put yourself in a position where the small moments are the moments that you want?
0: No, I love that. I, you know, you talk about how you, you dreamt of a deer. Do, do you often look at your dreams as, like, these messages for you? I think there are different
1: kinds of dreams. And I'm sure that, you know, listeners can relate to this. Dreams have, like, a texture. And some of them just feel like, you know, you're just running through the day. Nothing special. Subconscious. Emptying the trash.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those dreams I let come and go. But there are other dreams that feel almost real. They have texture. They have taste. They have a vibrancy. Mm -hmm. Those dreams are are much more rare for me, at least. You know, they come along sometimes once a year. And those dreams I pay attention to. They feel different. When I wake up, I know they're different. Um, I've spent a lot of time trying to, like, catch all the images on those, like, just emptying the garbage nights. and. Mm dutifully journeyed and journaled them down. And, and you know, at the end of life, like, oh, wow, I'm just looking through, like, the recycled papers from the day. I don't actually need to do that. But when a dream has that different vibe, and it can be sometimes it's the pacing that's really different. Sometimes it's just that it feels more um, alive. But sometimes it comes to me almost as a story. So there's, like, a real storyline I can follow. When things like that happen, that's when I really pause, pay attention, take some notes, dissect it, look for imagery and things like that. Mm
0: -hmm. Do people often think like, oh, come on, Maya, magic? Like, you know, (laughs) is is it a hard sell? (laughs) You know what? It's
1: interesting because I, when I got into this, I was so anti magic. <laughs> oh, really? Anti-any- oh, yeah, big time. I was an atheist who was like very scientifically minded. I did not want anything in my world. In fact, when I opened my stores, I wouldn't allow there to be tarot cards or oracle cards in the store because I really? didn't want anything that would make people think that, um, herbs, were woo-woo. Okay. You know, I mean, herbs are just chemical constituents packed in a plant form instead of packed in a pill. Yes. Um, And those chemical constituents interact with your body the same way a pill interacts with your body. Mm -hmm. And so I I really wanted to draw that line. I wanted that line to be hard and sharp. Um, But the truth is that line is not hard and sharp. No. (laughs) And what I have found is that... my intuition actually allows me to know which way to go when I'm reading scientific papers Mm -hmm. and when I'm Google searching for, you know, the latest science on herbs and things like that. If I just kind of follow that internal yanking, there's so much information out there. How do you know which way to look, what to ignore, what to read more of? Um, You know, I find that that science and intuition are, are really not so different from each other. And when you start to get into the, Outer reaches of science, like into quantum mechanics and things like that, oh, then it really isn't so very different from this thing we call magic. Yeah. And, you know, I'm watching, like, Catherine May, who wrote a book called Wintering. Oh, she's New been on my show. Novel. I love her.
0: Yes. I
1: love Catherine, right? Yes. Well, she just wrote a book called Enchantment. Yes. I read Enchantment and I was like, I call it magic. She calls it enchantment.
0: We're talking about the same, same thing. thing. Yes. Definitely. Right? Yes. Yeah. So it is very similar. Was yeah, it? I I, mean, <laughs> I read
1: her book and I was like, I was like, oh, I could have written this book, and I bet she could have written my book. Mm-hmm. Like we are thinking the same way. We're just pulling it out in language in different forms.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So we we have about five minutes, but um, tell me about your trip to Ireland. Like, share with, with the re- with the listeners. You know how that came about.
1: So it really did come about through a dream, quite literally. Mm-hmm. Um, What I describe in in Letting Magic In is a couple-year period where things were shifting, the the ground was shifting under me, and I really didn't know what it was shifting to. And because I had started studying nature-based spiritualities, um, I came to this point where I realized that things were unraveling and unwinding and that I had a choice, like I could treat it like autumn and go with it and let the leaves fall off the tree Okay. or I could keep trying to take the leaves back on. And I decided, you know, let's, let's be in the season. Let's say this is, this is an autumn time in my life and let's let things fall. And so I was letting things come apart and kind of actively participating in unraveling my life. Um, and I realized, like, oh, no, <laughs> nature abhors a vacuum. Um, if I don't consciously put something into this space, who knows what's going to come in? So I started making a list of everything I was interested in, anything I'd ever wanted to study, because I was about to sell my house for what, for me, as an elementary school teacher, was a lot of money. Um, and I knew that I could take a year sabbatical. So I have my list of things I was interested in, herbalism, pottery, weaving, Mm-hmm. I mean, all sorts of things. Um, and then I had a dream, and in the dream, I was flown over the ocean and shown Ireland. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those very realistic, very um, sensory-specific dreams. And sure. so I woke up and I cross-referenced Ireland with herbalism and pottery and all the things. And and I found the woman who I ended up studying with in Ireland.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes you really just need to pay attention to things, I believe. I, I remember years ago, you know, I'd have a very vivid dream. I was an amazing guitarist, and three nights in a row. And the third day, I'm like, well, duh, that's because you need to go out there and take lessons again. That's been nagging at you, and I feel like these dreams really tell you something.
1: They do, and if you just allow yourself to pause mm-hmm. as you're waking up, just check in. You know, see see what you told yourself overnight, you know? I I think a lot of what magic is, is just us paying attention to the incredible amount of information our bodies take in that we haven't categorized yet into the five, like they're not categorized into the five senses. Yeah. And so because we don't know what to call those things, we call them intuition or we call them
0: magic. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really a gift when you have those dreams. Oh, it's absolutely a gift. It's
1: absolutely a gift, and and if you pay attention, you can find the missing pieces of
0: of your life. And and oftentimes, it's as simple as take a guitar lesson. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and just live a full life and be a lifelong learner and be open to these messages or even people that you might meet. So Absolutely. I want, I would love you to share with um, listeners where they can find the book and learn more about you. Yeah. So the book is, is quite literally everywhere. It was actually featured in People Magazine's new
1: book picks. I saw that. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so it's, it's pretty easy to find right now. Just, you know, and I love supporting your local bookseller. So um, even if they don't have it, if you ask them, they'll order it in. Mm-hmm. Um, And you can find me at my website, which is just my name, M-A-I-A-T-O-L-L.com. I I do um, a newsletter and have some tips for seasonal living that you can grab from that. Just sign up on the website. Uh, And I have a store, which is in person and online, which is Herbiary, H-E-R-B-I-A-R-Y.com, where you can get any of your your needs for plant medicine and um, other other woo and magical items. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, congratulations, and thank you so much for calling in. We've been talking to author Maya Toll, author of The Night School, and her latest book is Letting Magic In, A Memoir of Becoming. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Janine. Be well. Bye-bye. All right, coming up next is Lisa Cornwell, and she's going to talk about her book, Troublemaker, a memoir of sexism, retaliation, And the fight they didn't see coming with Tucker Booth. We'll take a mini break and we will be back. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.